good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, now that the intro has been done, welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and I'm your host, Kira Mack, as always, guys. Now, today is Sunday, the 16th of October, 2022. Delighted you've been able to tune in with us yet again today. And before we do get into the first story of the day, don't forget to smash that like button, give us a little share on social media if you can, and don't forget, of course, to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell to know when the next show will appear here on YouTube. And now that that's all done let's jump into the first story of the day and yet another regulation from the police in relation to driving that probably will never get enforced phone use must now be hands-free if you are driving motorists using a mobile phone must use a hands-free wireless connection under a new police regulation now enforced nationwide government deputy spokesman tipawan siri chana warned on friday Ms. Tippinan said making hands-free connections mandatory is intended to reduce accidents, injuries and loss of life resulting from motorists using mobile phones while driving. A Royal Thai Police Office announcement issued under Section 43 of the Land Traffic Act of 1979, which prohibits drivers from using a telephone or a communication radio except with auxiliary equipment to enable them to talk without holding the telephone, took effect on October 7, she said. Drivers are allowed to use mobile phones while at the wheel on the condition they must have a wireless connection device or a speaker phone affixed so they do not have to hold the phone. The wireless connector must be fitted to the front of the vehicle and must not obstruct the driver's view. A driver needing to operate a mobile phone manually must park the vehicle before doing so. Violators are liable to a fine of 400 to 1,000 baht. The announcement is subject to a review after five years in use, based on opinion from the public. So yet again, another regulation here in Thailand to do with driving, but yet probably will never get enforced because I'm not quite sure who's going to enforce that. Who are the people going to be pulling drivers over and, you know, fining them? Because it just doesn't happen in Thailand. I have never seen anybody pulled over in a car here in the country. It should be probably the highway police, but yet I've never seen that happen. So it'll be interesting to see who will be the enforcement of this new regulation that they've brought out. And does it apply to motorcyclists? Because I've seen plenty of people on motorbikes with mobile phones, you know, while they're driving around. So we'll see. Probably not. And I'm sure it'll turn out to be another regulation that just simply is not enforced here in the country and moving along more information sought on omicron xbb cases among passengers arriving in hong kong from thailand thailand's disease control department is seeking more information through international health regulations about three passengers who arrived in hong kong from thailand infected with a new omicron subvariant known as xbb according to dr therese acting director general of thailand's disease control department He said that 29 XBB cases have been found in Hong Kong, including 24 cases which were detected upon arrival at Hong Kong's main airport and five who were found two days after their arrival. Most were passengers arriving from Singapore, but three were from Thailand. 
Dr. Therese said the department would like to know whether the passengers are residents of Thailand or transit passengers, among other details. Singapore reported an average of 7,716 cases per day in the past week, compared with a daily average of 2,000 last month, according to data from Singapore's Ministry of Health. Singapore's Health Ministry, Ong Ye Kung, expects the caseload to increase further to 15,000 cases per day on average, which would rise to 20 or 25,000 on some days. Meanwhile, Dr. Sopon, Deputy Director General of Thailand's Disease Control Department, said the XBB cases have not yet been detected in Thailand, adding that monitoring measures at Swanaboom Airport in Bangkok and other international airports across the country have been stepped up. He said that health officials have been instructed to collect samples from passengers arriving from Singapore, Hong Kong and other countries where infections of XBB variant have been reported and who develop symptoms of a respiratory disease to be sent to the medical science department for analysis. In Thailand, after the country officially entered a post-pandemic period on October 1st, a daily average of only 416 new COVID-19 infections and 8 fatalities were reported between the 2nd and the 8th as the numbers steadily decline. Next up, Phuket expects 2 billion revenue from four-day holiday. The four-day government holiday that began last Thursday and that will actually end today will generate more than 2 billion baht in revenue from tourist spending on this island province, according to the Tourism Authority of Thailand's Phuket office. There were 24,370 international passengers booked on 137 flights operated by 29 airlines arriving in Phuket from October 3rd to 16, plus 28,038 domestic passengers on 217 flights operated by 7 domestic airlines. The average load factor was about 70 to 90%, Phuket Office Director Nantasari Ranasari said on Friday. She said room occupancy during the four-day holiday was predicted at 39.16%, with the average room stay of 2.3 nights per person. An estimated 152,000 visitors were expected in Phuket during this period, generating around 2.19 billion baht, Miss Nantasari said. The four-day holiday began on October 13th, which is the anniversary of the uh, past king, King Bumibal, uh, passing. Phuket's marine officials on Friday inspected the safety of passenger boats at piers in Phuket as the island province saw about 10,000 visitors a day during the holiday period. Phuket Marine Office Director Nachapong Pranit said the number of visitors using water transport has increased during this period and the marine officials are working closely with relevant agencies to ensure the safety of tourists. The inspections aimed at boosting visitors' confidence in water transport safety did not find any violations of the navigation law, said Mr. Nachapong. No recent water accidents have been reported, he also noted. So yeah, as many people, I mean, if you're in here in Thailand, you will know that we actually have had a holiday since Thursday. So Thursday was the anniversary of the uh, of uh, King Bumibal's uh, death um, in 2017 or 19. I, I cannot remember the exact date. So that was the holiday on Thursday. And then they just gave Friday as a bridging holiday to the, to the weekend. So basically, people in Thailand have had a four-day weekend now let me explain about the four-day weekend it's mainly government workers the average joe soap working in thailand are not getting these holidays and they're always seem to be aimed at government officials and you know other kind of business not everybody and not every business can afford to give people all this time off as well so yes uh, certain people have been off for the week and others have been hard at work so yeah that's how it 
how it works here in Thailand. Nevertheless, uh, yes, it's been quite busy. There's a lot of people out and about on the road. Hotels, as is 39.16% occupancy, it's actually, it's pretty low in fairness, but it is also October here in Thailand. So we'll be building up towards probably the high season kicking off next month and hotels especially will be getting busier. A lot of the Thai travelers are still uh, traveling to hotels on the We Travel Together travel subsidy program, even though the nights uh have have ended and it's actually technically ended a lot of people have bookings in the future with it so they're still using these up and they've been getting uh discounts uh 40 percent off room rates that is the government pay 40 percent and they would pay the remaining 60 percent so that's still going on and our people are using up what they booked you can't actually book any new nights with this scheme and it's kind of will probably balance itself out now as we hit towards the high season when hotels in general will raise their room rates so yeah i mean thailand seems to be getting busier things seem to be on uh the up and up in terms of tourism which is always a great thing for the country and of course for thai citizens and you know to be able to make a few bob now and start to kind of regain what they've lost over the last two and a half years when basically the thai tourism industry was you know decimated by COVID 19 and of course the government policies that were brought about uh, from that so fingers crossed things will get better for people and holidays like this i mean can be beneficial for hospitality businesses they're not always beneficial for the people of thailand but i think that's uh can be said for many many countries and moving along and yet another story about phuket taxis trying to ruin the reputation of phuket if it has much of a reputation left after these guys more tourists caught in phuket taxi turf wars the behavior of Phuket taxi drivers made headlines again this week after a female driver of a meter taxi posted a video of her receiving threats for picking up passengers from a well-known Phuket hotel. The incident was witnessed by foreign tourists who were getting into the meter taxi when the confrontation started. The news became public after a video of the conflict was posted on a popular local social media channel on Thursday. In the clip, a man is heard talking angrily to a female taxi meter driver while she picks up two foreign tourists in front of the Katatani Phuket Beach Resort on Katanoi Beach in Karan. The car is a red and yellow Phuket meter taxi, officially allowed to work anywhere on the island including Phuket International Airport. The Toyota sedan bears an SHA Plus certi- certification sticker as well as the 1584 Complaints Hotline sticker and the driver's phone number enabling it to identify the driver as a legal service provider. The conversation develops in Thai language. A man, not seen in the clip, tells the female driver that she should not come here again as there is already a local taxi queue in this place to serve customers of course. The female driver asks if it is the hotel forbidding picking up passengers but only gets accusations of stealing other drivers' customers. That's right, there is a queue here. What if I would be stealing guests from your queue, the man says. If you don't believe me, try and come to pick up customers here again, he threatens. Speaking to reporters after the incident, the female taxi driver explained that the confrontation in front of the Katatani happened at around 11am on Thursday. The woman said that she had been working as a Phuket taxi driver for 15 years and never had any incidents of this kind before either at Katatani nor anywhere else. The woman proceeded to say that she did not find the case serious and thus did not report it to any officials, yet she would report it if it happens again. Usually, it is up to the customer to choose whether to use a hotel car or a meter taxi. It's good that nothing serious happened this time. The man just shouted at me and forbids me 
to pick up passengers at the aforementioned hotel again, the driver said. This incident was not very serious, therefore I did not report it. But what if I had other customers asking to pick them up from this hotel? I am worried that there can be another incident. If I come again and face the same problem, I report the case to authorities. And I would like the government to speed up their taxi driver's training to eliminate bad taxis and illegal taxi apps from Phuket, she added. Phuket officials are yet to react to the incident, the latest one in the whole series of of resonant cases which became public amid tourism revival. On September 2nd, four tourists from Israel found themselves in the middle of a dispute at Rasada Pier. The foreigners were forced to take a local taxi instead of a vehicle they booked via a mobile application as the local club had a concession with the ferry operator. Police ruled both sides were in the right. On September 28, two foreign tourists were forced to leave their booked van at Phuket International Airport as the vehicle was not approved to pick up tourists at the airport. Airports of Thailand Phuket branch claimed security as the reason for this. On October 1st, a conflict sparked between a female taxi driver from Just Grab service and a member of a local queue at Café Del Mar in Kamala. The woman's car was damaged by one of the local drivers during the confrontation. Both parties were declared to be in the wrong. Yet the aforementioned recent cases are nowhere close to what happened in 2013 when a US Navy aircraft carrier was caught in the middle of a local taxi dispute. The 5,500 strong crew of the USS Nimitz were forced to use the services of a local taxi club instead of the free shuttle buses that American sailors had enjoyed previously. Local taxi drivers physically barred any vehicles other than those registered with their club from coming into the port while USS Nimitz was docked there. If we allow just anyone to come in here when we don't know who they are, then if anything happens to the passengers, it will be difficult to place blame. We might be blamed for letting them in, local village headman Narong Kumban explained at the time. Moving along, Taiwan welcomes back visitors after ending COVID-19 quarantine rules. Taiwan began welcoming back visitors on Thursday after finally ending mandatory quarantine to control the spread of COVID-19 with gifts of cuddly black bears for the first tour group that stepped off the plane shortly after midnight. Taiwan kept some of its entry and quarantine rules in place as large parts of the rest of Asia relaxed or lifted them completely, although in June it cut the number of days required in isolation for arrivals to three from seven previously. While Taiwan has reported almost 7 million domestic cases since the start of 2022, the government has pressed on with its reopening. It has says life has to return to normal, especially given high vaccination rates. The government welcomed the first arrivals benefiting from the end of quarantine on a flight from Bangkok at Taiwan's main international airport at Taiyun outside Taipei. Excited tourists posed for pictures amid a throng of media and officials and were met off the plane by the Tourism Bureau Director, General Chang Shi Chung. This is an opportunity to bring back life and rebuild cross-border tourism, Mr. Chang told reporters. Ms. Titarat Tor Ekpundit, a tourist from Thailand, said she was not worried about COVID-19. Not only Taiwan, but every country, we have to adjust ourselves to live with COVID-19, she said. Ms. Vasarung Bekchakadai, 53, said she was visiting Taiwan for the first time in 20 years. She was with her daughter, Sisari. 
I heard about the lakes and all the nature and also shopping. She's on her school break, so I'm bringing her over here, she said. It's very convenient. We didn't have to do anything much, you know, in terms of preparation, but we got vaccinated and everything. Miss Perry Kalong, another Thai tourist, said she planned to eat hot pot first thing, as well as visit the Yimpending, Taipei's neon-lit shopping district. Mr. Tanaja Jangtoatana said she was last in Taiwan shortly before the pandemic sealed the borders. I miss here very much, he said. I love the people and the food. Taiwan has won praise for how it handled the pandemic, although, like nearby Japan and Hong Kong, it has been very cautious in reopening. Some rules remain, including a requirement for people to monitor their health for seven days after arrival and perform rapid tests on themselves. Taiwan's two main carriers, China Airlines and Ava Airways, have ramped up flights returning capacity on routes that were slashed during the pandemic and planning new services to cities like Da Nang in Vietnam. Taiwanese citizens and foreign residents have not been prohibited from leaving then re-entering during the pandemic, but they previously had to quarantine at home or in hotels for up to two weeks. Prior to the pandemic, Taiwan was a popular tourist destination, mostly for travelers from Japan, South Korea and Southeast Asia, attracted by the island's cuisine and natural beauty. Well, that's a very positive step and a little bit late when you compare to a lot of other countries, including Thailand, of course. You know, you uh, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Philippines, everybody's open pretty much in Southeast Asia and uh, in kind of the neighborhood as well. It's kind of been the whole holdouts of Hong Kong, China and Taiwan that have really been holding on to these kind of regulations and not allowing tourism. But Taiwan seems to be pretty much fully open with, you know, a few probably rapid antigen tests for yourself while you're on holidays. But in general, Taiwan is a fantastic uh, place to visit and it's full of just great culture and as they say, food as well. So yeah, this is all more positive news in terms of Asia reopening. It's also kind of similar to Hong Kong in how it's reopened. And I think the only country at this stage who has restrictions and pretty much stopping people coming and going is China. And of course, many Southeast Asian countries, you know, need and want Chinese tourists. But still, at this moment in time, Thailand, China is basically still closed to tourism. And uh, its citizens, in fairness, are finding it very difficult to leave and, you know, of course, then go back again. So things uh, with China are not great, but uh, certainly the countries around it are prospering and uh, moving forward and uh, moving forward with the uh and returning to kind of a certain level of normalcy, which I think is what everybody around the world is doing as well. And finally, some Phuket news. Storeroom at Phuket School catches fire. Panic was averted by firefighters this morning after a fire broke out in a storage room at a school on the north side of Phuket town. Phuket food handouts continued to mark World Food Day. The Phuket branch of the Scholars of Sustenance Foundation organized thousands of food handouts for vulnerable communities across the island yesterday under a campaign to mark World Food Day. And finally, explosion fire at smelting plant in Vishit. A blocked pipe caused a loud explosion at a smelting plant in Vishid this afternoon, sparking a fire and sending a dense cloud of black smoke into the sky. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kira Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.